Hello and welcome to the Consumer Friend podcast. www.consumerfriend.org.uk is a new initiative aimed at making your rights easy to understand when buying goods, services and digital content. All our information is written in plain English and is available to in easy-to-read two-minute sections on the website along with these podcasts if, like me, you don't like reading stuff. Just explain it to me. We also champion consumer vulnerability, something that businesses need to learn about in order to serve their customers better when dealing with complaints and designing their products and services. Inclusion is key. There is also a section on the website looking at how to make your home more energy efficient through the retrofit process, bringing down your energy bills and reducing your carbon footprint. So today is going to be a, a, a short pod. We're going to have a Ask the Team pod. So we're going to go through some questions from you, the consumers that we've had come into the team over the last couple of months and answer them here. Don't worry, we did answer them at the time when they came in, but just not on the public platform. So with me today, as ever, is my good friend Louise Baxter. How are you? Hi, Ad. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Well, it's a bit early in the morning, Louise, to be honest. So normally we we record these on a Sunday, don't we? Um, But due to kids' football and Sunday lunches and everything like that, we didn't manage to get around to recording yesterday. So it's very early in the morning. It's 20 plus. It's dark, actually. Is that dark? Is that early? It's dark. I feel like I've got a very uh, deep voice because I might have had a glass of wine last night. I'm relying on my I'm relying on my children as well to get themselves dressed for school, which is this is not gonna. So this is this I, is not fun. I shoved a bowl of Weetabix in front of Harry in front of the TV, which and TV's not allowed on a school day, but you know, needs must. I've just given my breakfast that. in bed like wait like a waitress service just to get them dressed. Actually, that's the thing, and they're not allowed to eat breakfast upstairs. So yeah. Everything, everything falls down. Oh, wow. Oh, well. Right, so, so <laughs> what I wanted to kind of do first, before we do the Ask the Team questions, what I wanted to do was just have a little chat about Black Friday, because obviously that is coming up in like four days. Yep. So if people listen to this before Black Friday, then, then they might get some good advice. If not, it's for the next Black Friday or for next any kind of on-sale event. So... Last year, did you know that there was £15.3 million worth of reported fraud last year, with the average person losing around £1,000? And that is around fake websites, too-good-to-be-true deals, all those kind of things. There was just under 20,000 reports 33% 33% of those reports were around electronics or mobile phones. <laughs> you love a stat that you had. Uh, I love a stat. I didn't know that statistic until you shared it with me last week. Um, no, I didn't. I mean, from a Black Friday perspective, it's just an opportunity for the criminals to just, again, just exploit us. Yep. So it's even really more agree. It's even more important that consumers are, are aware and are thinking about where they're buying things from um, because counterfeit goods, unsafe goods fake goods non-existent goods are going to be rife yeah and we're all going to want a deal i mean i know we're not allowed to say ads but we're all going to want to deal a little bit even more this year than usual because even people haven't got any money which is that's right so your your consumer rights are still the same even though you're buying on black friday of course they are why would they not be your rights are exactly the same as if you're buying on any other day of the year Uh, sale items are covered under the same legislation so if something's if something's not of satisfactory quality so faulty not as described so not what you thought you were buying or not fit for its purpose so it doesn't do the job it's supposed to do you're you're still entitled to within 30 days a refund and after that it'll be a repair or replacement whichever one's easier 
basically, in a nutshell. And online selling as well. If you buy online, you've got cancellation rights. You've got 14 days to change your mind anyway. You do indeed. And also, if the product was sold to you with a fault or with something wrong with it, because that was the reason for the discount, then you are not entitled to return it for that reason. Uh, you've, you've, that's confusing what you've just said there. That's what, what, <laughs> that's what, that's what, what, no, that's what the law is. So if you buy, like, so for, let's give a real life example here. If I sold you a hair shaver, uh-huh. right? Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. I sold you a hair and we went, it's time, Adam. It's time. It's time to get rid of it. If I sold you a hair shaver, but I said to you, there's parts missing. So uh, grade two and grade three are missing. Those, those extension bits that go on okay. it. Okay. So therefore, I'm, I'm advising you of what the fault, the fault is or what the not as described part is. So then you cannot ask for a refund or a replacement based on that particular fact. But if, the, for example, the plug didn't work or it was faulty from another way, you would be entitled to get your money back. If things, that are, things are explicitly pointed out to you or if you examined them, they would be so obvious you couldn't avoid them. Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes a lot That's more like sense. That's like secondhand goods, faulty goods like that. It's not new goods usually. It's secondhand ones or faulty. Or, yeah. Perfect. Can I give you a, a, a few more stats around Black Friday? No, oh, please, Adam. I can't wait. Please. Can you, can you, can you? <laughs> so... The data also revealed that the demographic most likely to fall victim to online shopping scams were those aged between 19 and 25. 47% of the victims male, 41% female. Right, so on that, again, but that plays to that whole conversation that we had the other day about your brain being grey and then it doesn't form properly till you're 25. So actually that 19 to 25-year-old group are not making decisions because their brain's not quite formed properly yet. Did you watch that documentary I not told yet. you about? Not yet. I, I'm certain you didn't. So this was on Netflix. It's The Mind Explained, and they've got a 20-minute documentary on the teenage brain and the reason why they're almost fearless and feel invincible. And it was it was really interesting. I found it, found which, it really which interesting. Plays it, but that, no, but on a serious note, I, haven't, I have got it to watch. I just haven't watched it yet. I will watch it, Adam. That the fact that that makes sense, doesn't it? Again, because what we say is but consumer vulnerability and situational vulnerability can sometimes be age related, but that sometimes is because you're younger, because you don't have that fear factor or um, um, you're, you're not as risk adverse particularly. And, and actually, you, you don't have as much knowledge to make those circumspect, rational, deci- those wise decisions. I miss being young. I miss being young as well. <laughs> I miss waking up and nothing hurting. That's what I miss. <laughs> um, so just to finish off on Black Friday, there are deals out there. There's a lot of research online as well. If You can, you can go online and research. A, a lot of the prices you see on Black Friday continue to remain the same and up until Christmas, and they have been cheaper at other times of the year as well. So it's not as much of a bargain as you think it might be. Do your research. Make sure you're buying off a reputable platform. If you are not, then you can check the website or you can you can check the trader. You can you can do any kind of research on what you're buying. If the offer seems too good to be true, it probably is. Anything to add on Black Friday before I move on to Ask the Team? No. We should have a little jingle for. We need to get a jingle for Ask the Team. Okay. Yeah. Because so I think we're going to do an, we're going to do an Ask the Team podcast like maybe every season. So I think we're going to do twelve pods and then. One of them is going to be an Ask the Team one, so we should get a jingle done. Right. In fact, listener, if there's someone out there that wants to make a jingle, because I don't know how to do that, then please make or a jingle and send it to Or we could end us. up with Adam singing, which would be really bad. Ask the Team, oh, no, Ask the go. Team, Ask the Team. It's going to be that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Right, right, right okay. Speed it up. I've got to go on the school run. 
<laughs> well, you should have like sorted yourself out a bit earlier. I was here at 23 minutes past. <laughs> okay, question one. Booked a hotel in Scotland. When we got there, the hotel was clearly still under construction. You couldn't access all of the hotel like the outside terrace areas and other parts. We had to keep the curtains closed because the builders were there working on the property. The customer service was awful. When we asked for good restaurant recommendations, they said McDonald's and were quite dismissive. Well, McDonald's is the right restaurant. Uh, Very upset with the stay. Paid £1,260 for three people for two nights. That's so much money to spend for such a nightmare service. What can I do? This one, and I gave advice on this one. Uh, there was, there's a couple of bits. I would go, uh, you should have been told that the hotel is still under construction because the potentially, and I'm not going to go into the legislation, but that could be a criminal offence because um, it's something called an omission because somebody hasn't told you something and you've made a decision based on information you haven't been provided with. Um, but from your particular rights, you go with down the road of your service was not carried out with reasonable care and skill and therefore you would ask for a refund or a partial refund depending on whether you've got any, any joy out of it whatsoever. In this particular case, got full refund. Well, hey... Well, well done, Lubax. Hey, hey. If you say we're hey again, I'm not sure we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reevaluating this friendship right now, Ad. So, but do you know how they contacted the hotel? Did it was it an email, letter, phone call? It was an email, an email that, okay. that I helped with the drafting of it, and they sent the email, and then they got the money back based on that. They got offered a, a into it. They got offered a, a stay, a replacement stay. Um, initially in a better hotel in a in an upgraded hotel room but the answer was no they didn't want to do that because they didn't want to travel yeah. again to go so they got their money back perfect well done thank you very much it was a really um, efficient complaints procedure from from the company actually they just dealt with it straight away so that was good okay next question i have damp on the outside of my house how do i find someone that can fix it can i just ask on facebook so i guess this is probably around like the smaller jobs is that is yeah. are we looking at kind of handyman kind of jobs here? And this, yeah, this was also no. This is um, so where, where we've had so much wet weather, so much rain. The outside of the house on the rendering is really damp and it's leaking into okay. somebody's kitchen. Um, and this was somebody that didn't know how to get a good trader, so uh, and was going to go on Facebook and ask for recommendations. We also know that face that that some of the rogue traders are moving to some of those platforms. So that's not we do recommend that people do ask friends or family. For good traders, if they've got if they've got people that they've used before, but um, she again she was advised to go to Trustmark and to go to people that have got are part of good trader schemes. So when we've said that, um, to find a, a recommended trader in that space. Yeah, so it's, it's sometimes a bit scary to put like post smaller jobs like that on those platforms, isn't it? Because people then start targeting you. You also don't know what they can find out by your, getting your name yeah. off of Facebook and then putting your name into a search, find your address. You could get door knocker. It, it's all those things. Yeah. So, yeah, we wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't use those platforms for that. So, basically, ask a, ask friend family. They've got your back first. Yeah. If not, go on to a Trustmark website or a, a, a good trader website. Yep. There are, there are a few out there. There are a few not-so-good ones out there as well. Next question. Bought a kitchen, it was delivered. The interior finish did not match the cabinets on the outside. I want to send the whole lot back. I paid on credit card. I also haven't signed the form that said I was happy with the design and spec. Can I get a full refund? What does the form thing mean? 
Uh, right, so it was a case of right. So what, the interior of the cupboards is different to the exterior of the cupboards. And when when you when the kitchen was delivered, he didn't sign the form to say I'm happy with the kitchen that's been delivered. So he hasn't accepted it from that perspective. Okay. So there's no there's no argument that well you inspected it and, and accepted it at that particular time. Um, so he wanted to know whether he could send a whole kitchen back on the basis of this finish not being right within the interior. And the answer is yes. You can, because it's not of satisfactory quality as per the description that you were told or fit for your particular purpose because you've specified that you wanted a, a particular colour and it isn't that. So he would be entitled to a full refund and send the whole thing back. He'd probably get a replacement. It's more like in this case, you'd send yeah. it back and get a full replacement. So, because I was talking to you about this yesterday and this doesn't fit into bespoke products. No. Or, no. Because and, it's... No. Right, Adam, what does bespoke mean? Means it's been created especially for you. Especially for you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Kylie, that's so eighties. Uh, right, no, well, yeah. You, you... <laughs> I don't like the word bespoke. I don't think people know what it means. I tried. Oh, okay, to sorry. Mean, so plain, plain yeah. English. Uh, no, it doesn't. Because sorry. It's not a bespoke kitchen because these are this particular one is an off-the-shelf one. Like, so you can go to any big kitchen seller and buy it. So they're not bespoke yeah. just yeah. because they're you've got. 10 units rather than so in your kitchen ads you might have eight units in my kitchen i might have 10 units that doesn't mean it's bespoke or mm. especially for me just in that case the other thing as well with that one is um if he'd had issues with the kitchen provider he bought it on a credit card to an additional right so he could pursue his credit card provider for breach of contract as well so if you can pay on credit card you get extra protections if it's if you spend over 100 pounds if the products are bespoke it's bespoke with a duh an actual word. Yeah, I've but I've put a D on the end is it of a bespoke. Word? Okay, if it is, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought so, but it doesn't bother me. I, okay, I'm going to make it a word. So if they are, then then what are the rights? Again, if it's faulty or not what you asked for, then you'd still be entitled to the same. It makes no difference whether it's made especially for you or not. If it's not right, it's not right. I, I, I'll see if I can. It affects cancellation rights when things are personalised. So, like, say I get a bracelet and I get engaged with Louise is amazing. And then I get, then I decide that I don't like it. I wouldn't have my if I bought it online. I wouldn't have cancellation rights because they've got to find another Louise that's amazing to sell that to, and that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know where I was going with that. Right, next question. Hi, Louise. Loving the podcasts. Uh, I'm here as well. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fine, cheers. Uh, if someone buys an electrical appliance that had a plug attached, but they choose to instruct an electrician to hardwire the appliance at their cost, if that appliance needs to be re- needs to be replaced due to faults, who is responsible for the cost of the electrician to firstly uninstall the appliance and then reinstall the fixed or new appliance? Right. Um, I'm confused. Sorry, so you, they've bought an electrical appliance that can be plugged in, but they've got an electrician to hardwire it in. Right. To, yeah, so to like basically, basically plumb it in. But I mean, well, that's or not let's say, let's say, like, so, so let's think about um, electric radiators. Let's think about doorbells at the moment that you plug in and they have the chargeable plugs and things like that. So then, what you do is, if this, so this item arrives, you then pay an electrician, say, a hundred pounds to hardwire it in. So you'd have to keep charging it or plugging it in. Um, so you okay. hardwire it in, so it works all the time. Then that item that you've had hardwired in is faulty. Can you then ask the retailer that you bought the item from to A, replace the item? Yes, you can because it's faulty. You can have a replacement or a repair or a partial refund or a refund depending on where you are in your cycle. 
Can you ask for the money for the uninstall and the reinstall of a new one from that retailer? Possibly. It depends on the item as well. So if the item wasn't supposed to ever be hardwired in, or that was completely beyond the realms of man, that somebody would hardwire this particular item in, then I would say no. But you are entitled to claim any reasonable, like foreseeable, consequential consequences of that breach of contract. So the fact the item's faulty means that there's a breach of contract. So any reasonably foreseeable things that have happened because of that that have cost you money, yes, you can claim for. Always worth asking is the thing. Always worth asking. Right, Ads, I've got to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very quick whistle-stop podcast from Consumer Friend. That's pretty good. Well done. I I, I quite like it. I like that. I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there then. I, do, I did have another one about windows and doors, but we can do that on next season's Oh, next, uh, next ask, the, ask the friends. Next, ask the team. Ask, ask my friends. Team. Not ask, ask, ask my friends, team. Adam. <laughs> okay. Ask my friends, because we're considered um, friends. Okay, then we'll leave it there. Just remember that uh, all the information is on our website, www.consumerfriend.org.uk. Please visit, please like and subscribe the podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, thank you very much, Louise. Thanks, Ads. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. That was good. <laughs>